Welcome, my fellow humans, to another episode of the Healthy Happy Human Podcast, the show where I teach you how to live healthy, be happy, and lead an all-around full and fulfilled life. With new episodes each and every week, I bring you industry-leading experts, thought leaders, and all-around brilliant minds on topics ranging from mindset to nutrition to habit building to fitness and more. My goal is to help you get from where you are to where you want to be in life. I'm happy to have you here. Now let's dive in. What up, what up, what up, what is up, my fellow humans? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Happy Human Podcast. Today's episode is going to be a solo episode, and I am going to take you through my win the morning routine. Win the morning, win the day. I wake up at 5 a.m. every morning, at least Monday through Friday, sometimes weekends too. But I do that for a specific reason because I feel like if I get my day started off right, if I get a lot accomplished in my morning, the rest of the day just kind of unfolds. So I have a specific morning routine that I go through that I give to all my clients and that I do myself personally. I'm going to walk you through that entire routine today. I will also attach, if you want, a free PDF checklist of this exact routine so you don't have to write it down. I will give it to you. It will be in the show notes. So feel free to go click that link and get that checklist for yourself so you can take this and put it into action. Also, my six-week course, Mindset Shift, Flip Your Motivation Switch, is opening up for enrollment. So if you want to get on that short list of people who I will bring in to help flip their motivation switch so they never have to say, I'm not motivated again. If you never want to have to say, well, I started and then I stopped. If you never want to have to say, I keep trying, but I never actually do the thing, then this is the course for you. And if you're ready to make a change, if you're ready to understand change and understand what's been holding you back, get out of your own way so that you can really make the change that you've been looking for, whether it's fitness, whether it's nutrition, whether it's mindset, whether it's business, whether it's relationships, you know, guys, everything is the same. It all starts from the brain, the mindset in between your two ears. So if you're ready to make that switch, click the link in the show notes. If you want the PDF, click it in the show notes. And now let's get ready to talk about some morning routines. First thing first, though, I want to caveat this. A lot of talk these days about morning routines, morning routines wake up, do this, do that, high producers, CEOs, whatever the hell person, The Rock, uh, Gary V, whoever you follow, everyone has a routine. Influencers have a routine. Everyone talk, talk, talk. I really want to preface this by saying, if you don't want to do a morning routine, you do not have to. If what I'm saying here does not work for you, do not think that this is something you need to do. This is what works for me. This is what I advise my clients to do, but my clients jive with what I do. We have similar lifestyles. They're trying to build something like what I have, right? I said in the intro, I wake up at 5 a.m. Some people don't ever want to do that, and that's okay. If you work better, feel better, live a better life, sleeping until 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 o'clock, you know, that's up to you. This is just an option. Again, this is what has worked for me and what has allowed me to find a lot of success in my health, in my happiness, in my business, and just in life in general. 
since implementing this routine, I have seen marked improvements in all areas of my life. And as I go through this routine, you'll kind of understand why. But I just, again, want to make sure you think, you realize, don't think, sorry, that you have to do this or that there's anything special about this or that life will guarantee change. It's possible you start waking up at five in the morning and all you get is tired and grumpy. So try it. If it serves you, keep it. If it suits you, keep it. If not, toss it in the trash. So once again, this is my win the morning routine. Robin Sharma, creator of the 5am club said, the way you start your day determines how well you live your life. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Everyone knows the term, you rolled out of the wrong side of the bed in the morning or something like that. I don't know what it is. But that epithet, that term is there for a reason, right? When people wake up bad, it ruins their whole day. You know, when you just have a bad morning and it just it just lingers with you. And that's why we want to start by winning the morning. When we win the morning, when we have a good start to our day, it often means that the rest of the day will go well. Jim Rohn, one of the godfathers, maybe the godfather of self-help and motivation and personal development, famously said, either you run the day or the day runs you. And I cannot agree with this more. I talk about this all the time on these podcasts, in my courses, on my social media. Life and winning in life is about one simple thing. There's one thing I could ever, ever instill in you. It's being proactive. Once we get into that mode of being reactive, when we are behind the eight ball, when we are acting from a place of responding to things rather than preparing for things, we've lost. When you let the day get out ahead of you and you're just putting out fires as they come, that is a surefire way to just failure, to upset, to just having a bad day, right? You run the day. Don't let the day run you. All right. And this last thing is me. Win the morning, win the day. It's that simple. When I wake up at five in the morning, by 7 a.m., I've done so much. By 10 or 11 a.m., I've had a whole day. When Some people are just waking up, and I've already accomplished more than most people have in a day. And now, at that point, I feel amazing because it's like, even if I don't do anything else for the rest of the day, that doesn't mean I'm going to be productive until 9 o'clock at night. Maybe, I, maybe I'm productive until noon, but then I can work out, then I can chill, then I can do the run errands and do the busy work, the things that I don't really want to do but need to do and still have gotten all of my productivity done for the day. All right, so without any further ado, I'm going to walk you through my 10-step win-the-morning, win-the-day routine. Again, there is a link for this PDF that you can feel free to download for free in the show notes. I think that there is a huge amount of value in actually having the printed out checklist because it is a checklist and you can literally check off each thing. And this is a part of the reason I make it this way because that is a motivator in and of itself, right? It's a 10-piece checklist, which seems like a lot, but altogether it takes maybe about 45 minutes. But each thing that you check off motivates you to move towards the next, right? So if you check off the first two, 
then the third, then the fourth, and then maybe you kind of are losing motivation, but it's like, oh, I want to finish the checklist. I, I want to finish my I want to finish my list for the day. So you, it pushes you to do a little more. Same thing if you wake up and see the checklist next to you on your nightstand, right when you wake up in the morning, it's going to motivate you to get started. It's going to give you that little push and the reminder because when you first wake up at 5, 6, 7, 8 a.m., whatever time it is, you're a little groggy, your head isn't completely in it, especially in the beginning, you might not be thinking about, oh, let me start my morning routine. But if you have the checklist right there, you see it, it's printed out, it's sitting next to you, that's a great way to push yourself in that direction. So step one on my 10-step checklist, win the morning, win the day. Number one is wake up, no snooze. This is so important. Bedros Koulian, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, but uh, this guy is a multi-hundred million dollar CEO, super motivational guy. Just He created a company called Fitbody Bootcamp, which is a chain of gyms that is highly successful around the world. And his entire motto is never snooze. By snoozing, you're stealing from yourself. You set an alarm for a reason. You set that time for a reason. If it's 5 a.m., you told yourself that you wanted to wake at 5 a.m. By snoozing and going back to sleep, you're saying that you don't care about the goals that you set. That is the message you are sending to your subconscious brain. You're saying that I last night when I set this alarm, I wanted to wake up that at that time, but clearly it doesn't matter that much. Snooze. Clearly, it doesn't matter that I want to get up this snooze. So every time you do that, it's sending the signal to your brain that your goals don't mean that much to you. And it seems silly and it seems minuscule. It's like, oh, it's just a snooze, just seven minutes. But every time you do that, you're sending a signal to yourself that when you set a goal, like waking up at a certain time, it's not that important. You can just snooze it. You can get to it later. And this becomes something that will start to play out in other areas of your life. Also, seven minutes, nine minutes, whatever the thing is, is seven minutes or nine minutes. That time is time that you could be doing something more productive. Time that you could have done your exercise, done your journaling, done your emails, done whatever the thing is that you quote unquote don't have time for because everyone has less time than they need. That is directly linked to your snooze time. So now when I say this, some people will say like, well, I need to do that because what I do is I set my alarm for five and then I snooze it three times and then I get up at 5.30 because that's the time I really wanted to get up. And that seems like a smart thing, right? You're like, oh, I'm tricking myself. I'm tricking the system. And I used to do that as well, right? I used to have multiple different alarms that I would set and I would kind of use those to get up gradually over time. Actually, this is not ideal at all because those little bursts of sleep, those little seven-minute, nine-minute snooze sleeps or the 5 a.m., then 5.15, then 5.30 sleeps when you're setting multiple alarms are not good sleep. You're not getting that good, deep, what's called REM, rapid eye movement sleep that is truly refreshing. It's a lower level of sleep that doesn't actually give you the rest and the recovery that you need. So really, it's wasteful sleep. Like you're sleeping wasting time, but you're not actually getting the rest out of it. You actually feel worse. You feel groggy because of that, because like you're in this kind of half sleep. It takes a little bit of time for your body to get into a deep level of sleep. So when you wake up 
fall back asleep, wake up, fall back asleep, wake up, fall back asleep. You never get into that deep level of sleep that your body really wants and craves. So then when you do wake up, you're in this weird groggy state. Instead, if you want to wake up at 5.30, set your alarm for 5.30. Get sleep through that extra half hour and just own it. But then follow the rule. Wake up, no snooze. When the alarm goes off, you get out of bed. A great thing that I do for myself personally, and I recommend everyone does this, is use your phone, charge it across the room. If your phone is your alarm, put it far away from your bed. So you have to get out of bed to turn your alarm off. This also has the dual benefit of making it so if I plug my phone in at night and it's across the room, I don't sit on my phone all night in bed, which again leads to better sleep, which then allows me to wake up easier in the morning because I'm not on my phone scrolling until whatever hour in the night. So that's step one. Wake up, no snooze. That's the rule. Just get that in your head. Of course, it's not going to work the first time if you're someone who snoozes all the time, but that is the goal. And if you're someone who snoozes five times, maybe you cut down to four. And then after a week or two, you cut down to three. And then after a week or two, you cut down to two. You'll also see that if you're someone who has problems waking up, maybe you have to look at how you go to sleep at night. Like I just said, not scrolling your phone, not watching Netflix as you go to sleep. There's there's layers to this stuff, but and we can go deeper into it. But I'm just saying these are the goals of how I start the morning. Now, if you're having problems with that, you can like, I can never wake up. Then you have to look at your sleep. I can never wake up. You have to look at other aspects of it. But the goal is wake up, no snooze. Step one. Step two, we have what I call a touchdown affirmation. I say touchdown affirmation because I say an affirmation the second my feet touch down on the floor when I get out of bed. Meaning my alarm goes off. Burp, 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 burp. It's across the room. I have to get out of my covers, get out of bed. As soon as I turn my body and my feet touch down onto the floor, I say an affirmation. My affirmation is today is going to be a great day. So the second my feet touch the floor, touch down, I say my affirmation. I learned this tactic from BJ Fogg's book, Tiny Habits. And anyone who has studied any type of habits, or we go over this in my course, uh, knows that habits happen when you have a cue. So something happens, and then I do my habit. I walk into the house, I put my keys on the hook. I brush my teeth, and then I floss. Or my feet touch the ground, I say my affirmation. The reason it's a touchdown affirmation and not a morning affirmation is because, as BJ Fogg teaches in this book, we want the habit cue to be something extremely specific. Meaning, I don't want to say, I will say an affirmation when I wake up in the morning. What is when I wake up? Is it when I open my eyes? Is it when I sit up? Is it when I turn my alarm off? Is it just when I'm, you know, first thing in the morning? I don't want it to be, I will say my affirmation, you know, when I'm doing my morning routine, when I'm doing, I want it to be super, super specific. So I say my affirmation the second my feet touch down onto the floor. And this is good because I know that every morning my feet will touch the floor. Right, It's 100% guaranteed that when I get out of bed, the first thing that happens is my feet touch the floor. And since I have that, it's very easy to create this habit. So I have my touchdown affirmation. I say today is going to be a great day. That gives me some motivation. It makes me smile. I literally physically smile when I say it because it just makes me happy to say. And it starts my day off on a good foot. So I wake up, no snooze, touchdown. Today is going to be a great day. And you don't have to use that affirmation, but feel free to steal it if you like. 
Then I walk over, I turn my alarm off because again, my phone was on the other side of the room. I got to turn my alarm off. Step three is a large glass of water. First thing in the morning, we get dehydrated as we sleep. We need to rehydrate. Also, most people just don't drink enough water. So knocking out one large glass of water first thing in the morning is just a great way to work on hydration levels that seems to be a problem for the vast majority of people. Again, we want to do this habitually. So it's not large glass of water sometime in the morning. It's not I drink water throughout the day. It's a large glass of water as soon as I turn my phone alarm off. In order to do this, just like we kind of have to prepare for the waking up with no snooze, we have to prepare, meaning I have my glass of water on my nightstand the night before. So now I'm not thinking about going to the kitchen to get water. I'm not running around. It's there. It's ready. It takes away all the friction between doing it. It's very much layered into the entire routine. As you'll see, all of these things build on each other. So wake up, no snooze. My feet touch the ground. I say my affirmation. I turn my alarm off. That's not part of the routine, but that just goes. Then I drink my glass of water. From there, the next step in the routine is make the bed. Personally, I go and I brush my teeth after I drink the water, um, and then I make my bed. But step four, make your bed. Making your bed, again, just like waking up with no snooze, just like keeping your phone across the room, has multiple benefits to it. One, there is a famous book and YouTube speech. Uh, it was a commencement speech by a f famous general who then turned it into a book, I believe. I think the speech came first. Uh, I will put the link in the show notes. Called Make Your Bed. This famous five-star army general says, if you want to change the world, start by making your bed. Such a simple thing, and yet so powerful. Because it does a few things. One, it makes you disciplined. You're tired. It's first thing in the morning. You probably don't want to make the bed. Making the bed forces you to do something slightly uncomfortable. It also makes it so you have some cleanliness, some organization. It's a good feeling to come home after a long day and have your bed made. I used to think this was silly until I started doing it, and now it feels so good to me to come home to a made bed. It starts the day off with a win. That's what all of this stuff is doing. That's the whole point of this morning routine, right? When you wake up with no snooze, that's a win. You touch down, you did your affirmation, that's a win. You had your large glass of water, that's a win. Now you're making the bed. You're stacking wins. We are building momentum towards a positive day. And then the added extra bonus that I like from this is that when you make the bed, you can't crawl back into it. <laughs> that used to be my thing, right? I would get up and I would start my my little routine. I might wake up with no snooze. I might drink my large glass of water. I go brush my teeth, but then I'd crawl back into bed, right? It was, it was cold out and maybe I would play on my phone for a little while or look at some emails. So I was like, whatever, it's better than not, you know, sometimes I might fall back asleep, but I would just be in bed. When I started making my bed, that cuts that off. It makes it so that I actually have to get my day started. So step number five in this win the morning, win the day process is five minutes of meditation or sitting in silence. This is a tough one for people, but this is a great way to start the day. And I say meditation or sitting in silence because when I say meditation, a lot of people pull back. They go, oh, I don't know how to meditate. Meditation is so hard. Meditate. Uh, what, uh, it doesn't matter. You don't have to meditate. 
Sitting in silence is the key. Meaning, don't don't be on your phone. Don't turn on the TV. Don't have anything. Just five minutes of just sitting there and breathing. You can meditate if you want. You can think if you want. You can do whatever you want. Just sit for five minutes before the day starts going. As I said before, once the day gets started, it, it very quickly gets out of hand. Things start coming. You're putting out fires. You're answering phone calls. You're answering emails. The kids are doing this. You've got to cook this. Your, your boyfriend said this. Your girlfriend said this. Your mom called and did that. Just sit and chill for five minutes. And it doesn't even have to be five minutes. It could be three minutes to start, two minutes, one minute. Just the point is that you're sitting in stillness and silence. If you do this enough over time, it will become a form of a meditative practice for you. That does not mean it is quote unquote meditation in the literal sense or the technical sense of what a Buddhist monk is doing, but that's not the point. The point is that you are taking control, sitting in silence, controlling the day, not letting the day control you. So you can set a timer. You can just take a certain amount of breaths, right? If you'd go... and just do 10, 20, 30 long breaths like that, however you want to do it. Personally, I, after I wake up, do my touchdown affirmation, my large glass of water, I walk, walk, make the bed. I then go upstairs to my kitchen and start a pot of coffee. While the coffee is brewing is when I sit and do the meditation. So my meditation lasts as long as it takes for my pot of coffee to brew. I don't know how long that is. Maybe it's three minutes. Maybe it's four minutes. Maybe it's five minutes. I have no clue. But that's it. And I just sit there and I do deep breathing while my coffee is cooking. I don't bring my phone with me. I leave it I leave it downstairs in my in my room and that's it. The coffee ding the coffee dings and you know my meditation is over. The next thing on the list is three gratitudes. So when I go to do my five minutes meditation and get my coffee, I bring with me my journal. And in my journal, the first thing I write before I journal for the day is three gratitudes. Now, it would be great if you had a journal practice as well, but that is not a part of this routine. If you want to add it, feel free. It is an amazing thing to do. But three gratitudes to start your day is always an amazing thing. Again, this is about building this momentum, building positivity into your day, building small wins. At this point, once you write down three things that you're grateful for, you will have woken up with no snooze. You would have... You will have affirmed yourself the moment your feet touch the ground. You would have drank a nice large glass of water that was waiting for you on your nightstand. You made your bed, starting off with a nice clean room to start the day. You sat in silence for three, four, maybe five minutes. And now you've said three things that you're grateful for in this wonderful, amazing life that we have. What a way to start your day already. And we're about a little over halfway done with our routine. The next thing after we say our gratitudes is 10 minutes of movement. And I say 10 minutes of movement because I do not care what you do. You can do strength training. You can do yoga. You can do running in circles. You can do jumping jacks. You can stretch. You can foam roll. I do not care. I just want for 10 minutes that you move your body and elevate your heart rate just a little. This can be the only workout you do for the day. Or it could just be a random thing you do and then you still go to the gym or still go to your class later in the day. I do not care. 10 minutes of movement is now the bare minimum for you. Meaning, if nothing else for the rest of the day, at least you got your 10 minutes of movement in. A great thing to do, as I said, would be a yoga flow. 
It could be stretching. It could just be push-ups. One of my clients who I work with uh, does a push-up walk routine. He literally just does five push-ups, then he walks around the room. Five push-ups, then he walks around the room. Five push-ups, then he walks around the room. And he just does that for 10 minutes. That's it. Just five push-ups at a time, and he walks until he's ready to do five more. Then he walks until he's ready to do five more. It's very simple. The point is that for 10 minutes, you are not, again, on your phone. You're not watching TV. You're not letting the, the, the morning rush of the world come into you yet. You're still holding your space, and you're just giving your body what it deserves, and that's movement. Movement is medicine to the human body. I will also include a quick little joint routine in the show notes here. So if you want to, I do this in the morning to lubricate my joints. So it has some shoulders, some hips, some ankles, things like that. I'll include that in the show notes if that's something you want to do. But really, again, the point is that you do something. It's much less what you are doing in those 10 minutes and much more the fact that you are doing something in this 10 minutes of movement every single day. And that will add up, I promise you. All right, we're coming to the tail end of this routine here. The next thing after we've done our movement is a cold shower. And I know a lot of people, again, pull back here. Ooh, cold shower, that sounds horrible. Yes, you are correct. And that is literally the entire point. People ask me about cold showers, cold baths, the the physiological benefits. Does it help you lose weight? Does it help you this? No, that's all bullshit. However, the benefit of a cold shower is literally in the mental aspect of it. It is the epitome of doing something that you don't want to do. When you think of a shower, you think warm, you think relaxing, it feels good, you, you hang out in there, you know, you sing some songs, you think, whatever. A cold shower is the opposite. It's something that you just hate and don't want to do and you're just like, whoa, this sucks. And the point is that by doing that, you again automatically win the morning. You are proving to yourself, first thing in the morning, I can do something that is extremely hard, that I don't want to do, that every molecule of my being is telling me not to do. And yet I did it. When you hop out of that shower, you feel accomplished. It wakes you up. It does not have to be a whole cold shower. You can do 30 seconds cold shower and then turn it warm. You can do a warm shower and then turn it cold for 10 seconds before you get out. I don't care how you do it. But the point is at some point in your shower, you need to turn all the hot water off and just sit there and shiver. Five seconds, 10 seconds, 20 seconds, a minute, it doesn't matter. The point is that you win the mental battle. Everything, every molecule of your being, again, is going to be telling you, don't do this, don't do this, keep it warm, keep it warm, keep it warm, do it warm, don't get in the cold. You're gonna put your hand in the cold and you're not gonna wanna put the rest of your body in. That's the whole point, is can you win that mental battle? And if you can do that, you win the battle, you win the morning, you win the day. Last two things on the list here. Now we're going to get a little more tactical. The next thing here is plan the day or just look over your schedule. Again, I said it right from the beginning. The The way people lose is by getting into reactivity. The way you get into reactivity is by not having a plan. By having a plan for the day and being proactive and knowing where you're going to spend your time, that is the way to win. It doesn't matter what you're trying to do. You need to have a plan. So some people write their schedule at night and they look over it in the morning. Some people wait until that morning and then they literally write their schedule, but you need to be writing things down either in a schedule book, if you wanna use Google calendars, iCalendar, I don't care what you use, but you need to have everything that you're doing for the day written out. 
What gets scheduled gets done. This, again, people don't do. Because like I could just, I'll just do. I I do my thing. I know. I know what I have to do. When you write it down, there is power in that. When you see it on the paper or see it on your on your phone screen, you're like, okay, these are all the things I have to do. It makes you much more conscious of what is going on. It makes it much more likely that you will stick to the plan and achieve all the things that you set out for that day. And then the last thing on the list, number 10, to get the day started, to win the morning, to win the day, is eat the frog. Eat the frog is a term coined by the motivational speaker, Brian Tracy. Eat the frog simply means do the thing that you don't want to do. When you wrote out your schedule for the day, when you wrote out your plan, there is one big thing that you know that you have to do And that's the thing you probably want to do the least. It's the phone call that you've been dreading. It's going to that one email and responding when you've been putting it off. It's whatever the thing is that you know you really have to do but really don't want to. And you eat the frog and you get it over with so that it's done and you can feel accomplished for the day. If you do that every day, you get the biggest, nastiest thing out of the way the first thing in the day. Think about how freeing that is for the rest of your day. Think about how much you would accomplish. Just in this 45 minutes that it took you to do this routine, you've already stacked so many wins, right? You got right out of bed. You affirmed yourself. You drank the water. You made the bed. You meditated. You did your gratitudes. You did your 10 minutes of movement. You even sat in a cold shower for 30 seconds as much as you hated it. You sat and you made a plan for the rest of the day and then you ate the frog and you did the one big thing that you know you had to do and got it out of the way. If you woke up at 7 a.m., it's before 9 and you've accomplished all of that and you did your biggest thing for the day and now you have the rest of the day to finish up everything else that you have to. So we start by eating the frog and that is what gets the rest of the day going. And once you do that, you know that you can move on to all your other tasks and you've already got the hardest thing out of the way And everything else that comes after that is going to be a cakewalk. So that is my win the morning routine. Again, if you want this in the form of a checklist, which I highly, highly recommend, click the link in the show notes and I will send it right over to you. If you do this, please let me know. Tag me on Instagram Do it in your stories. We can do this together. We can make this a team effort. Win the morning, all right? I'm thinking about actually making a challenge out of this where we can actually all get together and do this as a team and we can all support each other and we can all hold each other accountable. So if that's something that you'd be interested in doing, shoot me a message on Instagram so I can gauge people's interest and we can take it from there. But I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you take this and put it into action because every client that I have worked with that has used this routine, as well as myself, has seen amazing success, not just in the morning routine, but in the rest of their day, in the rest of the areas of their life that they really wanted to change. Because again, what we're doing here, there's a reason behind all of it. We are stacking wins, we are building momentum, and we are creating a mindset that tells you, you can change, you can do hard things, you can push yourself, you can 
set out goals and tasks and accomplish them. And that mindset carries over to other areas of your life. So even though it's uncomfortable, even though it might not work the first time or the first week or the first month, if you keep at it and you build this into a habit, into a routine, it will 100% affect you in ways that I can't even foresee. So I hope this helps. I hope you enjoy this. Screenshot this and tag me on Instagram. Share this episode with a friend who needs to work on their morning routine. And I will catch you on the next episode. Stay healthy. Stay happy, my fellow humans. And one last thing, checking back in before I sign off. Just so you know, my course mindset shift flip your motivation switch is reopening for new signups starting this week if you want to get on the wait list so you can be one of the few people who i select to be part of this course to learn all about motivation habits behavior change and everything else you need to know to create lasting healthy habits in your life Click the link in the show notes and you will get on the list and you'll be notified as soon as signups open because this is going to sell out. So don't wait. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon.